I'm a little jealous of Dr. Rachel Gainsbrew. Not only is she a good friend, but she's also hosting an STR for a New York Yankees coach. Being a huge baseball fan that I am, I knew I had to get her on this show to ask her all about this story. Let's get to it right now on the Fearless Investor Podcast. If you are serious about building your short-term rental business to $10,000, $20,000, maybe even $30,000 a month or more, you have come to the right place. My name is Kyle Stanley, and this is the Fearless Investor Podcast, where we teach you all things short-term rentals. The best guests, the best tools, the best strategies. There are so many investing paths out there. It can be seriously overwhelming to start out as a new investor, but take it from me, short-term rentals is the best and the quickest way to build your cash flow. So buckle up, listen in, and get ready to conquer the world of short-term rentals. Here we go. Calling all real estate investors, especially short-term rental investors, if you are looking to invest your money in owning a short-term rental, but you don't know where to buy, I have a hot tip for you. Kentucky and the Carolinas are a great place. And even with the rising popularity of short-term rentals, these markets continue to thrive. In fact, I'm looking to buy one in these areas as we speak, and I'm going to use Savvy Realty to help me with that transaction. Savvy Realty is an STR-specific real estate brokerage. Not only do they know the best places to buy in the areas that I already mentioned, but their hosts and co-hosts themselves of successful short-term rental properties. They know what it takes to turn a simple property into a big investment without wasting time or resources along the way. Whether you want to flip a house, rent your own home, or turn a brand new property into a profitable business, Savvy Realty and their agents can help you figure out what type of STR investment is right for you. Tyler Kuhn is the founder of Savvy Realty, and he and his team will consider everything from the overall look to the age of the home, the distance to transit and hubs and other major factors that you may not have considered. So if you want to make sure the return on your dollar is maximized as much as possible, then follow the link in the show notes to book your next one-on-one discovery call with Savvy Realty. Hey, Fearless community, before we get the show started, I want to let you know that you now have the chance to get direct access to me in order to grow and strengthen your short-term rental business. How? The Six Figure Formula Membership. I'm the only one in this space offering this value-packed membership for a stupid, stupid low price of $49 per month, and you get access to me, my podcast guests, you get to be a part of our amazing private community, you get our full A to Z business in a box STR kickstart course, and maybe most exciting, especially for me, you get exclusive discounts that we worked for months to get that no one else is getting out there. Price Labs, AirDNA, NoiseAware, HostAway, and so many more at your fingertips. So become a part of this 6FF movement. Get started today for just $49 a month at fearlesskyle.com forward slash 6FF. Hey, welcome into the Fearless Investor Podcast. You're listening to me, Kyle Stanley, and I am excited to have Dr. Rachel Gainsbrew, a really good friend of mine, coming back on the show. And she was episode number 189 back in 2021 talking about luxury short-term rentals. Her motto is the least amount of properties for the most amount of profit. And for that reason, uh, she's got a pretty awesome and simple business. But when I heard that she had onboarded her newest clientele from the New York Yankees coaching staff, I was like, okay, I got to find out more about this. So not only is this just me wanting to know more about the story and you being able to hear it, but it's also like, how do you actually eventually get into these rooms with these kinds of people to attract these kinds of clients? Because I know for a lot of you out there that are just getting started, you're like, wow, I just, you know, 
Dr. Rachel's got something special about her that makes her being able to do that. And, and that's really not the case. And so that's where I want you to be able to see anyone can do this. Anyone can get in these same rooms. So without further ado, let's get to it right now with Dr. Rachel Gainsborough. Hey, welcome into the Fearless Investor Podcast. And we're live here in the Six Figure Formula Group as usual. So Dr. Rachel Gainsborough back with us. She was on episode 189 back in 2021. And she's become a very good friend of of mine. And she's, uh, you know, we went to Breckenridge last year together. We're going to Cabo this year. We're doing a lot of things together, but I heard your story a few weeks ago. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to get you on this podcast. So first of all, welcome back on and excited to have you here. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Kyle. You know, I love your community. You're always putting out amazing content all over the interweb. So thank you. It's such an honor being here. Awesome. So, uh, I get this email from Dr. Rachel, and the first thing I see is New York Yankees coach. And I'm a huge baseball fan. I don't know if any of you ever watch on YouTube, and you can't really see it right now because my mic is blocking it. But, you know, I got a, my favorite team right there, my Cubs helmet, signed by my favorite player, Anthony Rizzo, who is now on the New York Yankees. But I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, this is cool. What, what does she have to say about the New York Yankees? And I see that she's hosting for the first ever female New York Yankees coach and like mind blown. So just like walk us through this story. Tell us how this came about and let's just start there. Yeah. I mean, it comes from putting yourself out there and playing all out in life. I really think it is the result of that and, and being in the right rooms, honestly. And so I'm a part of a, a number of organizations, especially the seven figure STR Mastermind. And the fact that I was in this particular group, this is GoBundance. There are a lot of investors in that space, but they know me as the luxury short-term rental doc or the luxury short-term rental gal. And because of that, you know, I oftentimes get to connect and network and consult, you know, some of the members in the GoBundance men or GoBundance women, that organization and what I love about uh, networking with, you know, some of the higher level investors is that you get to encounter opportunities that you otherwise would not, mm -hmm. you know, in the real world. You know, my peers are primarily high income W-2 earners. So that's what we know. We went to school. We're going to just get that paycheck every two weeks. But putting yourself in the room with other entrepreneurs, whether it's that organization or other organizations where they are operating at a higher level. And, and kind of branding yourself. And it's not something that I realized I was doing at that point, but it, it really was. So you, you get in a group and you see a lot of people are trying different things. Although in the back of my mind, I've tested a few other strategies, but I kind of stayed the course of the last three or four years. I stayed the course and I'm pretty much a one <laughs> trick pony. They know I do luxury, you know, short-term rentals. Uh, they know I do mentor rentals at another level, not the travel nurse kind as well. And so when Rachel, the, the coach uh, for the Yankees, was asking around for a resource to help with their first short-term rental, to help them, you know, from the acquisition side to the management side, all of that, um, my name came up. And so mm -hmm. part of that organization is they do have a very high impact, I would call it high impact podcast, and they're able to interact with quite a few individuals and in, in several different industries that are operating at a higher level. And she was a podcast guest. And yeah, when she asked for a resource um, on both sides, the men's side and the women's side, they they mentioned my name. They said, she's your go-to. She's the one. 
And, and that's when she reached out and I was like, wow, what an amazing, amazing opportunity. And, and what I love about being in those places where people are operating at a higher level than you, they, they say your name in rooms where you're not even <laughs> sitting there at the moment. And that's what, you know, she told me, she says, everywhere I go, they're mentioning your name. So you must be the one. And that's, that's where it started really. Yeah. And go abundance is a big one out there. So I've, I've heard of that many times and, um, you know, that's when you talk about being in these rooms, I kind of want to dive into that here in a little bit, but I want to go back to the initial, like, I'm assuming eye popping moment of like, wait, 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 you're a Yankees coach. What do you mean? <laughs> like, what did that, did she, you said she reached out to you. Was it a text? Was it a phone call? Did she disclose right away that she was a Yankees coach? Did she try to keep down the DL? Like, tell me about the the first conversation and how you got connected with her. Yeah. So what I love again about, you know, hanging out with these folks, they, they did a warm intro. So I got a a DM, I think it was an Instagram where Jamie, he was one of the podcast hosts. He's messaging me one day. He says, Hey, you need to speak with Rachel. She's the Yankees coach. She wants to get into luxury art this year. I told her your name and that was her. And then the next day, I believe she was on a podcast. There's another um, organization called, um, I think it's women. I forget the name of it. A wow. <laughs> so it's uh, it's, it's specifically for women. And she was on uh, that podcast. And then Mandy messages me and she's like, Rachel, you need to get with Rachel. She's, <laughs> you know, she's out in your game. So she's amazing. We just name dropped you. And so I was thinking to myself, okay, I really need to reach out to her. And I think, I don't know what was going on. I was in, in the middle of a launch or something was going on. Somebody was sick at home or, or, you know, and it was in the back of my mind. So the next day they both like attacked me. Did you get in touch with her? Did you get in touch with her? I'm, I'm working on Yes, I need to get in touch with her. So I go into Instagram. I think they attacked her on Insta. I go into Instagram to reach out, to look for her to reach out. And there was a message in my messenger where Rachel had reached out saying, hey. And so that's where it started. So, you know, it was like a three-pronged attack. Nice. And yeah. <laughs> so. When, I mean, and let's be honest here for a second. When you heard New York Yankees coach, did you say, wait, what sport is that? <laughs> put me out there. You can be honest. Put me out there like that. <laughs> no, I at least know the Yankees is okay. not basketball. Okay. <laughs> okay. So you know that when the ball gets hit over the fence, it's called a home run. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. There we go. Home run. <laughs> we got this. We kid because we're friends. Um, so, oh, yes. you know, I, I want to kind of ask you, especially because I know a lot of your background of your desire to want to get into coaching and short-term rentals comes from in the medical field, right? Yeah. And not to say specifically that you're only helping women, but a large number of people that you've helped from that industry have been females. So was there any sort of, you know, just like, excitement, extra excitement that you had knowing like, wow, this is the first ever New York Yankees coach. And I get the honor of doing this with her. Was, was there anything added because oh of that? Gosh. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It just tickled me pink. I kid you not. And it's not something that you can manufacture or you can plan for. When it happened, I was like, oh my goodness, what an amazing platform that we've created that we can help someone, you know, the very first female. It, it was just monumental. I felt like it was legendary and just, I'm still, <laughs> I'm still gushing over it. Yeah. Because we know that the data shows, you know, women are very impactful in the hosting world mm -hmm. as well. 
and it made sense, you know, and learning a little bit more about, you know, the cadence of their work. There's on season, there's off season, right? You know, so why not launch something during your off season and, and see if it's a fit? So I just thought it was, it was awesome. And you're right. Although I primarily focus on medical, but those skill sets to launching a short-term rental, to launching a luxury short-term rental are just so transferable. Yeah. yeah so yeah. Is, has this property been purchased and is live on Airbnb? Yes, it has been. It has yeah. been purchased. It's live. And it's just. How's, so how's it going it. so far? And and how's she been as a, a, has she been happy as a client? Yeah. Yeah, she has been. Um, and what I love about her story, I think it's so relatable, um, her SDR journey. How many times have, you know, those who are watching on the audience, those who are listening, you go and stay at a short-term rental, you go and stay at an Airbnb and you're thinking to yourself, hmm, I can do this. Yeah. And that's where she and, uh, you know, her family, they they were thinking to themselves, you know, wait a minute, yeah. you know, I can do this. And so she, she held that torch, she lit the torch and she just kind of you know, ran with it and really wanted to do this during off season. And I'm just so thrilled for her. So it just goes to show you have a dream, you have a vision, something clicks, it makes sense. And that happened to me two years ago when I was vacationing with family at a short-term rental. And I was like, this is feasible. These are, yeah. Yeah. I can buy dishes. These are spoons. I can buy spoons. These are cups, you know, these are beds. And and it just clicked. It's like you're in a laboratory and you're getting firsthand experience of what that would look like. And you find opportunities to improve and you say to yourself, okay, this is doable. This is totally right. doable. We had that same moment. Nice. You know? Oh my gosh. And her focus is on experiences as well. She wants to create amazing and tremendous experiences. Cool. And so that's part of what she's curating. She doesn't want a Me Too property. You know, she loves nature. And so- yeah. So any asset that she's looking to purchase is going to have uh, an opportunity to create an entire experience. Yeah. Well, it sounds like this was all very organic and that's that's cool. And that's the, the best kinds of places for relationships to start. But question I have, you know, working with a professional coach, right? Has there been any sort of like defining moment in this journey for you where you're like, wow, that was surprising. I didn't I didn't expect it to go like this or something maybe that you learned about working with a professional coach versus maybe like a, a high W2 earner, like you mentioned. So anything different that is worth noting? What surprised me is how similar it was really, mm. you know? So the same questions, you know, the same fears, the same excitement, the same struggles, navigating all of the things were quite similar. And, you know, which lender, which accountant, they still, they use lenders too. They use tax accountants too. It's like, okay, so <laughs> she's nice. a person, you know, like, like the rest of them, which was, which was pretty awesome. And so just not taking for granted, you know, that her expertise, not only is she a, a baseball coach, but she's a manager and she, she also mentors and, and that's her lane. That's her expertise. So the real estate side, you know, was rather new to her. Now she's becoming more an expert there too. So all of the things that, you know, you would not expect someone to know, it was still the same growing process as well, which I thought was surprising. I don't know why I just assumed, you know, <laughs> initially that 
that background was there. But I, I just think it was awesome to kind of walk her through the process. And and she didn't, she's fierce. She did a lot of her own due diligence. And yeah. uh, before, you know, even before reaching out to me, she said she did some digging, you know, which I thought was nice. awesome. That's cool. So I want to kind of ask a question for maybe someone out there that's just starting in their journey or has started, but is saying to themselves, you know, this is the type of clientele that I want to work with. And you've kind of mentioned it a few times. It's the, the high income, busy lifestyle. You know, um, I, I think there's two types of clientele in the co-hosting world that we work with either the high earners that say, I trust you and just tell me how much to write the check for. And then there's the ones that say, Hey, this is my second home and it's my baby. And I care a lot about this property. And so I'm going to micromanage every little thing that you do. And we get kind of stuck. A lot of us get stuck with that type of clientele, but it sounds like for you, you're working a lot more with these people that say, Hey, I trust you. You've got the reputation. Just tell me what to do and, and I'll follow your, your guidance. So not necessarily, you know, the getting celebrities as clients, but more so getting the types of clients that will let you do your thing and trust you. Tell me like, maybe one, two, at most three tips of how someone gets into that lane and, and streamlines it to find those types of clients for their co-hosting business. Yeah, that's, that's a great question. Okay. So I would say the number one thing would be to get really clear, to get really clear and categorically say no, you know, to the, to the type of client you don't want to work with, be okay with that. So, you know, one thing about my my portfolio is that I like to own and operate the fewest number of properties. So I'm not going to be yep. taking down 20 properties all at once. And, and you know, God bless those that can and have that capacity. I love it for them, but I'm not going to take down the entire property, you know, portfolios all at once if it's not a good fit. So being very clear, knowing that, you know what, I may take down four properties this year. You know, and so what are the best four properties? So it's it's saying no. It's saying no. Like mm. I lead with no immediately. No, I just lead with. <laughs> and and the reason is because I've said yes. I said yes to a lot in the beginning, and the lessons were learned. And then I'm at a phase where thank goodness I can start to say no. And so I'm saying no, um, because I have a very clear, vivid vision of who I want to work with, the properties that makes sense for our portfolio, the assets that we're, we have expertise in. So get, getting really clear on that is going to be key. The second thing is place yourself, surround yourself in the environments where the likelihood of those opportunities will present. So it might be up-leveling your environment, you know, taking it to the next level. All right, listen up. If you are not using Price Labs, you are literally throwing money in the trash. Dynamic pricing is a must in our industry. If you don't know what that is, dynamic pricing is just a fancy term for supply and demand pricing. When demand is high, Price Labs will get you high price bookings. And when demand is low, it will fill up your calendar while the competition overprices themselves and leaves everything vacant. I was dumb in the beginning of my short-term rental journey. I thought I could do it all without Price Labs, so one day I just said, you know what, enough is enough. I'm going to try this thing out. And immediately my income went up 15 to 20% on my listings. I really was kicking myself. I should have been using this from the beginning. So don't make the same mistake as me. Get started with your free 30-day trial at fearlesskyle.com forward slash price labs. Or even better, how about getting 25% off your first six months as a thank you for being a part of the STR six-figure formula membership? 
That's right. Go to fearlesskyle.com forward slash 6FF to become a member and claim that discount today. I love that. And one of the things I want to point out there is just saying the word no and how difficult that can be in the beginning, right? So was that against your intuition in the beginning, saying no to potential additional income and more business? Yeah, it was. It was. It's like, oh my gosh, I want to build this up. I was saying yes to everything, Kyle. I was like, yes, yes, we'll make it work. Knowing that it, there's no way this will work. It's like, it gets my brand. It's, it has nothing to do with anything I've done before. I said yes. And the headaches, I'm still, I still have the burns <laughs> and the scars from saying yes. So lessons learned. You don't have to tell me twice. I say no. If I get a whiff, <laughs> if I get a whiff of uh, of homeowner or investor <laughs> obstinate, mm-mm, you do. yeah, yeah. Now you have to, you have to convince me. You have to sell me. <laughs> what are some of those red flags? Like, what are some of those things that you hear from potential clients that you're like, uh, uh-uh, uh, no way. Just basic, um, not willing to explore updating certain things that I recommend. That's an immediate no. Because I know that if we add the hot tub, yes, it's $8,000, but we'll make 30000 more, you know, in this particular market. It is the most sought after, you know, amenity uh, in this market. And so I worked with someone who wouldn't add it and the complaints were astronomical why is so-and-so next door making so much money? And I'm not like, so every, the blame fell on me because I wasn't doing what I needed to do allegedly, you know, and there was no showing, you know, here's their amenities. Here's what, you know, so just unreasonable, not willing to invest. I don't work with individuals who just have that one property. I prefer, you know, individuals who have at least four, (laughs) four properties. There you go. I actually like individuals who also invest in multifamily because there's a vibe there that they're used to being very hands-off. Nice. Uh, so if they're doing apartment syndications, to me, that's a, a green flag that, yeah, that's going to be a great person because they'll reach out to me every two months. Hey, how are things going, by the way? And I was like, yeah, we sent the report. You know, so they're just very hands-off. So, yeah, someone who is, you know, gives the indication that they're going to be hands-off Anyone who is giving a lot of pushback, they want to nickel and dime everything. And, you know, those are some of the things that, yeah, that's not going to work out. Absolutely. All right. So let's go back to these groups, right? Um, And and getting around people that are, that you're going to attract business from. And, And I, I mean, it's such a simple concept, right, Rachel? Like just get in a room with your ideal clientele and, I've talked to a lot of people, meetup groups, right? That's the easiest way to be able to do this, joining masterminds. And I think there's this, this mindset from a lot of people that like, that just seems too simple. Give me the script. Give me the, the you know, Facebook ad that I need to post. Like, give me that stuff. That's, that's the real gold. Like, no, the, the actual gold is the people that you're around. And I want to just know from you two things, like, how much do you invest personally in being in these kinds of rooms, like just on a yearly basis? And it, and I'll answer the question too, just so you can you can feel comfortable. But like you know, it's for me, it's about a thirty thousand dollars a year. I'll I'll just make sure I'm in rooms that I'm around people that are going to not only give me business, but just like level me up, right? Like just make me a a better business owner, make me a better human, make me a better husband, make me a better father, like just all those things. So. 
how much do you invest in being in those kinds of rooms? And then next, what's been that return if you can say just for your life and for your business? Oh, I love that. So I've invested just this past year in 22, about um, 110. Woo! Good for you. And not just, not just, you know, in the rooms where it's a mastermind and I'm rubbing elbows with peers, but also with business coaching as well. Yeah, events. Events. Um, We invested with a sales team, a mastermind as well. So that was a pretty penny, right? So, you know, any area where I feel as though I need to level up, I feel there's a gap in my own knowledge. I'm coming from medicine. There's no, like, I, I know nothing about digital. Uh, I, I knew nothing initially about real estate. So whenever I feel like there's a gap, I need to quickly um, close that gap. That's the way that I, you know, was able to close that gap. So, yeah. So I invest a lot. And it's kind of the cheat code, right? Like just spending some money to get around the right people and things start happening. Yeah. And I've made back five folds so far. Wow. Um, from last year's investment. So wow. yeah, I usually make anywhere from five to ten fold from those investments, which is amazing. And sometimes you think, Kyle, it's well, the coach was great, the coach wasn't great, the leader was great, the leader wasn't great. But imagine being in a room where people are willing to invest that much into themselves, willing to bet on themselves at that level. That's the part that I think uh, the secret sauce, that's where it lies, because somehow that coach is able to garner an environment and curate a group of people that are like minded, you know, and we're able to even though I've graduated, I'll call it a graduation. I graduated from a few. Some of those friendships that I was able to cure yeah. within those groups, I, I can take them with me Absolutely. as well. So. Absolutely. So someone's listening here right now and they're thinking to themselves, I don't have 30,000, I don't have 110,000, but I've got a lot of drive, a lot of motivation. How do I get myself in these rooms with these people if I'm you know, challenged on finances? Where would you say someone starts? Oh, I love it. I absolutely love that question. And I think that's something we often forget to talk about you know, bootstrapping it in the beginning. I didn't start off that way. Look, I graduated with half a million dollars in student loans. I believed in formal education. All of this side coaching stuff, I was like, no, what is that? (laughs) Is it accredited by the NAI or whatever? No, you know? So I did not, I was not a believer until I started. So I, I bootstrapped it in the very beginning. So I was listening to a ton of podcasts, reading a ton of books, And then going out to the meetups that you talk about, because if you're thinking to yourself, I want to work with investors who have four plus properties in my market. Well, where are they? Where are the landlords getting together? Where are the creative finance deals being made? They're made in those hotel rooms, those hotel uh, conference rooms where the meetups are happening. So if you can do it virtual, do it virtual. But if you can do it live, do it live and then start to brand yourself, whether it's letting people know, hey, here are two tips and tricks that I learned last week. And sharing, sharing, just educating that room because although they're landlords, they know nothing about short-term rentals, a lot of them. And so if you become that person who has the tips and tricks about short-term rentals, what do you think they're going to go to when they have questions? You would be surprised. And landlords right now are hurting, right? Yeah. Find really great tenants that are willing to pay those rates. It doesn't pencil out. 
So this is an opportunity, I think, for, you know, short-term rental hosts, mid-term rental hosts to help these landlords get over this, you know, hump of, you know, the price increase, the interest rates, and still help them continue to invest, but making it as passive as possible for them. When you say you get in these rooms and you need to start branding yourself, make that tangible for me. Like, what does that mean that I need to start branding myself? How do I implement that? What's the action steps? Yeah, thank you for asking that question because it sounds complicated, right? Branding myself. Um, and if there are any brand specialists in the room, don't come for me. <laughs> All I'm saying is making it known what it is that you do and beat that same drum every single day. Just beat yep. that drum every single day. So if people are talking about something, they have a question, you raise your hand and say, yeah, you know, I do short-term rentals, I do Airbnb. You know, oh, did you guys see the new rule in the county about the Airbnb? Just keep talking about the same thing over and over again. And that's going to click for them. You know, it's not a logo. Don't worry about a logo. It's not a website. Don't worry about a website. You know, it can be, you know, just showing up with a quick, you know, QR code of your Instagram where you have three or four points that you share every week of what, what are some tips to find the best resources to find the best cleaner, you know? Things that are simple that you're doing in your business, just share it, put it out there. And that's what I mean by it. But real branding, I know it's a whole other situation, but that's all you need to start really. But Rachel, if I give away all of the secrets, then people are just going to do it themselves mm -hmm. and I'm going to create competition. I know. And so I would challenge uh, that scarcity, missing yeah. that scarcity mentality. That is scarcity mentality. And you will never win if you continue to think that way. So give it out, give it for free, just give it for free. Because what I love about it is the people who are truly talented in it, they, they will go with it, they will run with it, but it's far few between the people who who wanna know, they wanna know what you do and then they wanna hand it off. Those are your, you know, those are the best, you know, best clients. But if you're not showcasing your knowledge, how are they gonna know that you actually know what you're talking about, you know? And that information is not there for free anyway, right? It's out there for free. It's out there. Yep. It really is if you really go digging. But do you want to be the person to hunt and peck for it? Not a yeah. lot of people want to be that person, but that's a great way for them to vet you mm -hmm. by you putting all of that information out there. Yep. Well, and I, I talk about it all the time and we don't have to you know, beat a dead horse on this, but you know, that mindset of going from scarcity to an abundance mindset is probably the toughest thing for people to get over because it's, I mean, it's true. I mean, I, I dealt with that. I t tell it all the time. Like when I was told I should be telling everyone what I'm doing, I was like, but I mean, honestly, I don't want to, because I feel like I've got this golden secret. And if I'd stayed in that mindset, right? Like my business would probably be about a fifth as big as it is right now, because no one would know what I'm doing. And I wouldn't have that opportunity to be seen as an expert and to attract all that business. So uh, I'm glad that you also said there that branding is not just a logo because I feel like when I hear someone say, I need to brand myself, all I can think of is them wearing the shirt or the hat with the logo, uh, which to me, like that's that's just a secondary thing. That's an indirect branding. The real branding is who you are as a person and what value are you giving away? So I loved hearing you say that. We've gone over a lot of value here today. Congratulations on getting you know, this client, I guess my question for you is how are you now leveraging a client like this, a New York Yankees coach to mm -hmm. now, you know, growing and continuing to uh, grow your business? Just serving her well, 
Mm. Right. You know, you want to every client, whether they're a New York Yankees coach or a retiree with a portfolio, you want to serve them so well, you know, that the word of mouth, <laughs> you know, is able to really help you to grow. And, and I believe that. But other than that, just sharing with the community, you know, what the process was like, just like we're sharing today, um, you know, what it means to work with this caliber of uh, of a client, just kind of share the story, continue to share the story. Uh, that is what, that's what we've been doing. I'm sure there's, you know, the marketing team somewhere is like, well, you could be doing this and that and the other. There's a lot of things that I could be doing, right? <laughs> that's so awesome. Yeah. All right, Dr. Rachel, uh, is there anything else that you want our audience to leave with today before we log off? Oh, that's a great question. And I think your audience is just so amazing. So it's hard to leave them with anything other than just be awesome. Uh, do the thing, evaluate where you are for this year and where you want to go and, and up-level your, your environment, up-level your, your crowd. You know, you are the sum of the five people you surround yourself with. So make sure that you're auditing that and checking that and up-leveling up that as much as possible. Awesome. And by the way, guys, uh, of course, you can go follow Dr. Rachel on Instagram, but she's one of our core coaches that we really believe in what she's doing. She's teaching luxury short-term rentals, how to be able to build a business like that. If you want any information on that, go check it out at fearlesskyle.com forward slash pick your coach. Again, fearlesskyle.com forward slash pick your coach. And you can learn everything about her program and how she's helping people build a business. But Dr. Rachel, how can people follow you? Yeah, I'm I'm in all the places, but Instagram at dot short at short dot term dot gem on Instagram is the easiest way to find me. Very awesome. <laughs> Dr. Rachel, thank you so much for jumping on today and helping our audience to conquer the world of short-term rentals. Congrats again. Oh, thank you for having me. All right. So go check her out again, fearlesskyle.com forward slash pick your coach if you want to learn more from Dr. Rachel. And also, if you wanted to stay in the room and ask more questions, that's what we got to do after that podcast ended. That's part of our six-figure formula students. You get to be in the room with us while we're doing these interviews. You get to ask questions. You get to participate. You get to connect with the podcast guests that I have and myself. And all you have to do is go check it out at fearlesskyle.com forward slash 6FF super low cost. Like guys, I basically give this thing away and you get so much more with it too. So go check that out. Again, fearlesskyle.com forward slash 6FF. That's going to do it here for the Fearless Investor Podcast. We're helping you to conquer the world of short-term rentals. We'll see you next time. Hey, Fearless Investor community. Thanks again for listening to this episode of the Fearless Investor. If you haven't already, please subscribe and leave a five-star review. And for more free content, check out my YouTube channel, also called the Fearless Investor, and our website, www.fearlesskyle.com. Until next time, keep on conquering the world of short-term rentals.